And welcome to a new episode of Perfectly Good Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where we count down every John Hyatt song from A to Z. I am one of your hosts, Jesse Jackson. Joining me is my Hyatt sister, uh, Sylvan. Hi, Jesse. Another journey into the catalog, still in the A's and having so much fun. Absolutely. And we are asking the listeners tonight, have they been lost? Have they ever been double crossed? <laughs> Don't are... trust anyone if they say no. Exactly. Yes. Uh, we're talking all the way under. So, what's the facts? The facts are this was on John's uh, Dirty Jeans and Mudslide hymn album. It is track number four, often a uh, track number that gets a little bit lost. So, interesting that those themes hit on that. And this album featured the Goners, as um, many do. We've got Kenny Blevins, Doug Lancio, Patrick O'Hearn. And it is a New West release, his fifth for that um, record label. And I uh, was reminding myself that this album actually came with a nice little DVD bonus where John is interviewed on each of the songs and he talks about um, the recording and, um, you know, the the process for songwriting. And he was talking about how this song in particular kind of had an old time gospel vibe. And uh, Kevin Shirley, who is the producer on this and uh, brought a lot to this record, um, talked about uh, just doing it without drums. So Kenny Blevins, the drummer of the Goners, uh, just played a little bit with his hands to give it that sound. And John described it as hearing just a clickety clack on the acoustic. And um, there's some upright bass and Doug Lancio plays National Steel and some mandolin on this song. So there's a, a whole lot of musical stuff as well as a whole lot of imagery and fun stuff going on in the lyrics. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's kind of interesting because the title of the album says him has mm-hmm. that in there. And then I'm talking about a gospel feel. Um, I do. I could see that a little bit. I, I like this a lot. Um, so my quick thoughts are this is a good song. I, I like this one. I it is, um, you know, as we get into it, I think we'll talk some more stories. But I like the idea that if your heart hasn't been broken, if you say you haven't done foolish stuff, then I don't believe you because all of us do, right? All of us have have stumbled. And to try to say you don't means I don't know if I can believe anything you're saying. So am I being overly simplistic, Sylvan? So, um, you know, I'll just... uh... Yes, and you a bit, Jesse, and point out that he's also talking about 
breaking hearts as well as having your heart broken in this song, which I think is an important part of growing up. You know, we all remember that first crush where we kept our heart just taken out of our chest. And then, you know, that feels like growing up. But then there's that point where you're like, oh, whoops, I actually hurt someone else. And I didn't set out to do it, but I I did. And, you know, um, gosh, I'm really sorry, really sorry for what I've done. Um, so I, I, I think it's really interesting that John hits both angles because a lot of songs talk about, you know, having your heart broken. Everyone loves a blues song where you, you know, you've been dumped and you're going to just cry yourself a little river, but, um, fessing up to being the hurtee is a little bit more rare in a song. And that's something I think it a little bit unique in this one that really drew me into it. Yeah, there is, as always with me, uh, a Bruce connection. So take a <laughs> drink, guys. Um, the lyrics, well, I just tore the heart out of many a girl just to see why she loved me for. Have you been sorry, really sorry for what you've done, for what you have done? Um, in Bruce's uh, film he did for Western Stars, which was the album of he did very right before the pandemic of that was kind of a Southern California feel. In fact, he actually covered Rhinestone Cowboy um, when they recorded it live. Um, He says in the film that was they recorded to promote the album that there was a time in his life where he he hurt the people he loved very harshly in defense because he knew they were going to end up hurting him. So he aggressively, if you loved me, I was going to hurt you because I know I couldn't trust you that because I was not worthy of love. That wounded animal in all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Lashing out. And so when I read that verse and I heard John sing, sing it, I thought of that. The idea of I tore your heart out almost as a test. Do you really love me? Will you love me enough if, if I treat you like this? Will you still love me? And um, that is not healthy. It is certainly not a basis for a, for a successful and, pardon the redundancy, healthy relationship. But I think all of us have done that in one way or another. Um, I know that it is sometimes it's very easy to hurt the ones you love because they have forgiveness for you and you feel like it's a safe place and you're lashing out to someone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So there's that going on. And then there's a whole bunch of kind of nature imagery and, you know, um, songwriters love a river so he uh goes on to kind of place himself under the water literally swimming upstream it's dark and it's cold looking for a house made of solid gold and um can't come up my lungs about to burst feeling weighed down by an ill-gotten purse you know lots of kind of a little bit maybe even biblical imagery of you know coins of silver or all that kind of stuff um so a a great blues song i would say Um, i agree and 
the idea that um, had you have you gotten this relationship by perhaps unfair uh, means, um, you know, I there is not a lot. Um, I am not a big fan of Dr. Phil, but every once in a while, um, there are things he says that I think are really true. And one of the statements is don't do, don't do things when you're dating that you aren't happy to do to continue to do once you're married. If you're dating and you go, yes, I will miss the football game so I can go to your mother's house for dinner. You are setting the precedent that when you're married, you are going to miss the football game and, uh, you know, and go to them, her mother's house. Uh, that's a simple thing. But the idea is and so perhaps this character has gotten this relationship in a gotten ways. He has he has he painted a picture that's not true. Um, and he also I think there's. Like you said, have you ever been broken, really broken down to size, right down to size? So he is talking to us, are you a flawed individual? And do you understand what it means to be flawed? Right. Yeah. And this whole song, this whole refrain is, have you, have you, he, he is seeking a like-minded individual. He is trying yes. to find solace in this place, yeah. which is what it's all about you know um it's why we listen to this kind of music it's why songwriters write this kind of music yeah. is you know that especially uh for blues i think you picture that club where everyone is nodding their head yes and yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah you 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 sing it and mm -hmm. you you tell us yeah and to Give the second uh, Springsteen um, reference. Um, there is Drive All Night is a song that mm -hmm. he does, and they make fun of it because it's, I would drive all night to buy you a new pair of shoes. And people joke, has Bruce never heard of Zappos? Like, you know, Amazon? Can't you just? But is that song older than those things, though? Yes, they are. I don't know. And Maybe I'm wrong. Yes, they are. And so, but he talks about in the introduction, he, the, uh, they'll be, the band will be starting the uh, instrumental, and he'll say, Have you ever messed up? Have you ever really, really screwed up? And the audience, he goes, No, 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 you're lying. More of you should be nodding your head to this. And like, you know, when you need to, when you've really messed up and you need to apologize, that's what this song is about. And so I, I like this, the whole idea of, right, that I don't trust a man that's never been lost. I don't trust a woman that ain't been double crossed. You know, have you been under? Have you been under someone's thumb? Have you been the underdog? And if you are, then we are brethren. If we're not, I don't know if you and I can connect. I don't know right. if you and I can be that togetherness, whether it's friendship yeah. or romance. And it really speaks to the idea that we're not supposed to answer yes. You know, right. we're always supposed to have our guards up. We're supposed to present our whole heal, healed healthy selves to the world of you know oh no i haven't been torn asunder 
what are you talking about? You know, I've had my knocks, but I, you know, just brush it off and move on. This is to say, "Mm -mm, no, I really want to know. I I want to know just how bad it's gone. All your good gone bad, you know, every last bit peeled away. There was, um, I do not know why this stuck with me, Sylvan, but I was in um, high school and I was attending uh, my local Baptist church where I was a member. And uh, the pastor, um, uh, Brother Skinner, Reverend Skinner, and he preached once about the after Jesus comes back and there's this scene where he he asked. Peter, do you love me? And, you know, and he says, yes, I love you. Well, then feed my sheaves. And then he says, do you love me? Then feed my sheaves. And, and, and there's, and the premise he said is that the first time Jesus asked him, he was like, oh yeah, of course I love you. And then he's like, okay, do you love me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love you. And then the third one is, do you love me? Well, yeah, but I like this just as much, or I do that, you know? And so I think this is that thing too, where you're saying, do, have you been broken? Do, can I trust you? Oh yeah, you can trust me. Oh, well, can I trust you? No, 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 you can trust me. And then you can say, can I count on you? Well, probably, but I will tell you when the road gets rocky, I tend to, to hit the bail, you know, I, I tend to leave. So maybe we should think about this. And um, as I said, when I was listening to this today, this, a lot of it came through my mind thinking about this and that is, this is a deeper song to me than just, and it's a very, it's a fun song. It's got a nice repetition to it. It Uh has a really good clack. Yeah. Clickety clack. Yeah. It's like, you know, um, you know, and um, I just think it's 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 a deep song and there's a lot of meaning to it to me. Yeah. So I was thinking as I was uh, putting it on the playlist today and preparing that um, it's one that passes the I have someone that has never heard of John Hyatt before. Would I reach for this song and show them as an example of his uh, his both his songwriting and his performance? Yeah. And um it wouldn't be the first one that comes to mind, no. but as I was listening to it, it's like, no, this um, checks all the boxes for yeah. what I love about John as a songwriter, as a performer, you know, you really can't get a better band. And um, Kevin Shirley really did such a, a great job shining the diamond to sparkle its fullest. Um mm-hmm. I am going to remind everyone of Michael Elliott's biography of John Hyatt. There's a great uh, passage about how this album came to be because it's a really great story that um, Kevin Shirley was a fan of John's and had been producing bands like Metallica and things like that, that wouldn't quite translate in most people's mind to, Oh, I'm going to work with John Hyatt now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Kevin Shirley reached out to John and said, you know, I've been listening to what you're doing and I think I can take you somewhere that you're trying to get to and you haven't quite gotten yet. And John was so impressed by that, that, you know, he said, yeah, let's give it a shot. 
And um, because this was released fairly recently, 2011, it was in an age in social media that uh, I was getting really excited with the pre-press of this. And I actually reached out to Kevin Shirley and thanked him for all of this. And uh, he had such a sweet thing to say that he, he made a comment that, you know, I, I've kind of thought of myself as a kindred spirit to John Hyatt, if I could even dare say that for someone so special as John. And oh, I was like, that's oh, nice. yes. Yeah, that's nice. Um, among fandom, how did how do you do you any thoughts on this song? Any feelings? What would um, what, you know, with your pulse on the uh, fandom base? Um, yep. Yeah. Well, it is funny that, as I said, I, I would put it on as an introduction to John's songs, but I can say that, you know, sitting in the concert arena, anyone said, oh, I really hope he plays this. Right. And I was trying to remember if it did make the rotation. If it did uh, around 2011, I think it fell off fairly fast. Mm -hmm. um, I don't recall it coming up. And again, it's that kind of no man's land right in the middle of track four. Um, yeah. So it does, I think, get overlooked quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I can't say that in the fandom, anyone really, you know, talked about um, this pulling them through hard times or having a special connection to the way that, of course, we're going to hear about with other songs. Yeah. Um, I think that's just because it it is kind of a feel-good version of that. Yes. I've been in a dark place and then I've gotten over it. Um, and, and I do love the kind of almost the mixed message of a very upbeat, bubbly tune. And as you said, mm -hmm. it's, you know, clickety click, very energetic with a talking more about the struggles and what we're doing. Um, it is. Yeah, I, I think that mix mash works and helps to sell the song. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I also am uh, not particularly aware of any covers, so I don't know if I have uh, missed them, but um, I think it's a song waiting for, a, you know, mm -hmm. blues woman or blues man to take it and go someplace or oh, yeah. wouldn't it be cool to hear like a gospel choir do it? Yes, like a, it would be. Yeah. You know, a soloist out front of, um, you know, have you ever been under all the way under and have them reply with, yeah, it'll make you wonder. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, good. Any other thoughts? I, I guess not. No. Okay. Okay. I mean, this one's a kind of straight ahead one. Yep. It is. It is. Uh, though I do think it had, um, you know, I think you brought up some really good lyrics that, you know, John's having fun with, you know, he talks about being underwater, looking for a house of, you know, solid gold. And then I can't come up my lungs about the burst feeling weighted down by a nail gotten purse. I think it's certainly well done lyrics and clear. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I look great. All right. I think it's your turn to go first. How are you ranking it? Oh, it's so hard. I yes. have to remind everybody that like a one star John Hyatt song is not an insult. It is yes. just there's so many better. Um, so I think I'm going to have to go three on this. OK. Um, you know, as I said, I would gladly put it on as an introduction to someone 
but only if I remembered it. And I don't know as I'd always remember this one if it hadn't been that I listened to this album recently. And my goodness, um, Dirty Jeans and Mudslide Hymns is a masterpiece. I Well, and I think that's an interesting, that's that's worth putting in the bank to do an episode of that um, is if you're going to build a 10 song playlist Mm -hmm. that you wanted to give to a casual fan. Um, I did this with Springsteen and, and my guest hope he's not listening. He basically (laughs) said, play him the greatest hits. Right. Uh, And I was like, no, I mean, that's like, it'd be easy to do, bring the family, you know, to do, you know, like your dad did and have a little faith in me and this, but it would be a little more fun to come up with 10 songs they probably don't know and to hear them. That would be a kind of interesting, um, yeah, exercise. so your premise is actually to uh, stretch someone's John Hyatt knowledge, not necessarily to introduce them to John Hyatt. Yes. Okay, because I was going to disagree with your premise there that like yeah. a first introduction to John, I really think that you have to get a pulse read of what kind of music the person is into and then let them listen to a full album. Yeah. Because John is an album musician. He puts together things that are great and, you know, it, <sighs> I bought each of his best of albums, but when I listened to them, I was just like, uh, you know, I, one song plays and I want to hear the next song from its original release, not what they put on next. You want that journey. Interesting. I like it. I like that idea a lot. All right. I'm right with you. I think this is a three. Um, It is certainly a solid. I agree with you. Um, If you're looking for someone to says, well, you know, I kind of, I picked up some of these, you know, John Hyatt best of, but I'd like to go a little bit deeper. I, this is one I'd include, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And again, speaking of deeper, everyone um, do go ahead and watch that DVD that was included with this disc and read all about this uh, album's creation in Mike Elliott's book. Because oh, yes. Both great stories. All right. We want to hear from you. Uh, we have an email, perfectlygoodpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We are on Twitter at perfectlygoodpd. And Sylvan, how about yourself? I am Sylvan Greeneyes on Twitter and Sylvan Groth on Facebook. Uh, while both still exist, you can reach me either place. Yes, I am at this. I am giving the same disclaimer. Uh, I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter, uh, Jesse Jackson on Facebook. And please check us out. Let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We are still looking for people to go to iTunes to rate and review us. And we are hoping to grow our audience. So you will hear us say this a lot. Find one John Hyatt fan that isn't listening and say, hey, you should check out uh, Sylvan and Jesse's discussion and help us grow. We would greatly yeah. appreciate it. And is now a good time to ask people to come join us on our uh, first Bring the Family song coming uh, up? I think that is a great idea. Why don't you go ahead and share? So December 7th will be our recording date for Alone in the Dark, which is uh, from Bring the Family. And I know there's a lot of people anxious to talk about that album. That song there's so much to talk about that, you know, it might be an extended episode, but 
all the better to have some different voices and different points of view. If you happen to like that song or you have a story about what it meant to you, go ahead, send us a voicemail or just uh, let us know if you want to come and join us on Zoom. That sounds perfect. I appreciate it. Yeah, reach out to us and we'll give you the details. And uh, we would love, I'd love for half a dozen people to join us and just, we have a round table. That'd be fun. Yes, so, it would. Good. All right. Listeners, stay safe, be kind, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a little faith. And have a little faith. Goodbye. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the cord of It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.